From Glitch HQ on Riverside Avenue and demanding rewarding Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, a show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Martha McGarry, and I make nice games. I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha Croy, I too make nice games. For this interview episode, we welcome Ryan Foss, chair of the Twin Cities chapter of the International Game Developers Association, to discuss how to juggle the extracurricular activities of game development. And so, if everyone's ready, let's start. Okay, folks, let's get to know our guest. Ryan, who are you and why are you here? Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Ryan Foss. I think you did a decent job inter- introducing me. I won't complain <laughs> about that. Um, My superiors will be very <laughs> pleased. <laughs> yeah, I uh, just sort of lucked into uh, finding a group, the uh, IGDA Twin Cities, um, years ago and became friends with the guy who ran it and then ended up becoming like a co-chair. And then he moved on to make the... This is Zach Wendt. He moved on to make the MNVR and HCI, Minnesota Virtual Reality and Human Computer Interfaces group. Oh. He's really into VR. And then and I thought what I said at the beginning was a mouthful. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> and so he asked me to take over the, the main meeting. We meet once a month monthly on Wednesdays. It's the second Wednesday second, of the month? Second Wednesday of the month, uh-huh. I, I believe. I don't have my slides up right now, so I <laughs> which I lean on quite heavily. Um, yeah, so second Wednesday of the month, we meet at the nerdery. They've been really good to us. And, mm-hmm. and it's so tell us a little bit about how it got, how the chapter got started. Like, oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had, it had come and gone a few times. Um, this is 2005, six, I think. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find it until 2007. When I first started going, it was like eight to 12 people mm. and it was, wow. was kind of neat. And it was, I had no idea there were these local people doing these kind of neat stuff. And um, yeah, it just kept growing and growing. And we, we had our growing pains, of course, bounced around locations. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty impressive. Now we sold out the last meeting with 85 tickets sold, which was, I think, one of our biggest. That was wow. January. Yeah. Nice. When you say sold. Well, we don't. Yeah, it's free. Free to the public. And we don't require an IGDA membership because we just never have. Honestly, <laughs> uh, it started way back and we've just kept it with that name, not because of all the benefits we get for being an IGDA sister or child. What is it? Daughter group. I don't know what we're called. They're the parent organization and we're the sibling. (laughs) Um, But uh, we wanted people to show up and not have to pay necessarily. So I imagine that there's hardly anybody that's an IGDA actual (laughs) member that comes, but that's fine. And how does the the parent organization like treat that? Because that's always been a question I've had is, our our chapter is a little bit more open, sort of. I know. Of that. Uh, years ago, they weren't really happy with it, but they didn't want to stop it because mm-hmm. we're not San Francisco. If we were, you know, or Austin or wherever big game hub are, maybe they'd have more issue. But I don't think that they do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we wave their banner enough, and we're nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's a really cool place to hang out for sure. Um, I've learned quite a bit, those, those presentations that you guys run over there. And then afterwards, when we go to Joe Sensor. Yeah, that's actually the reason why it's so great, in my opinion. <laughs> not that we get, you know, alcoholic beverages or anything, but it's the actual, like, chatting with people face-to-face and yeah. talking about things. The presentations are fine, um, but that being able to chat with your friends. The first few meetings I had gone to, I just ended up at the bar. They're putting the chairs up, and we're talking about like the specs of certain graphics cards. Oh, wow. It was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the best thing ever. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It still is. 
So I, we, we wanted to ask you about how you manage your extra, extracurricular activities. Uh, so like, I mean, IGDA, for example. Badly. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, how do I manage them? Not as well as I hope I would. Luckily, there's a lot of cool people around, and if I put out a call, usually somebody will step up. But I chase down people, ask them mm-hmm. constantly. I know I've asked you and you. I'm pointing at Mark and Steve <laughs> about it. And I need to talk to you, Martha, about your dad at the yeah. um, to try to find some future presenters. So mm-hmm. um, I, honestly, I was really afraid to start, because like, my role at the, at the, in the group, actually, all I'm up to is making sure the meetings run. Yeah. I'm not particularly interested in like, creating new events or growing our group more. That's why we have five people on our group, so they can think of those other things and chase them down. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what I'm hearing is, like with any other project, managing scope is important. <laughs> yeah, so that's my thing. Is I'm, I'm not, as much as I will have these ideas to do something, I know that probably won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, managing my time with... It and the toughest thing is family, and I live a ways away, mm. and work being where I work um, limits internet quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. yeah. Well, tell us about that like balancing, you know, work and IGGA and other sort of game dev projects that you want to be part of. Like, how do you f- decide when to prioritize one or the other, or when do you have to prioritize one or the other? Well, the lucky thing about the IGDA group, um, you've all seen me present, <laughs> I, I'd call it a hot mess. Um, <laughs> It's great. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> people, I, I never feel good about it, but it, it, uh, people laugh. They tell me I'm funny, <laughs> which I think is just a defense. <laughs> um, what was the question? How do I... Uh, well, you know, I mean, uh, IDG is not your job. It's an, an extra yeah, okay, thing. That's, that's where I was getting with that. So when, when, does, when does life get in the way? Yeah, and when, I, I, when do you have to you know push it out of the way yeah the important thing for those meetings is getting somebody lined up to Mm -hmm. present to talk and um that you know has been a struggle before somebody canceled like the day before once but i was able to pull people from the community they stepped up that was Mm -hmm. awesome Mm -hmm. super great actually too they did good um on short notice but the 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 part i don't put a lot of work into is like what i'm going to say as introduce introductions and stuff Mm -hmm. i always feel bad about that because i'm like and here comes you to talk about whatever you're going to talk about. <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, because you watch like Ted talks or something and they always give this blurb about who they are mm-hmm. and what they are. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just have no interest in looking up people and memorizing. I can't, I cannot memorize anything. So I'd mess it up and say their name wrong, which like Shanti, I couldn't think of his, his name three times during the meeting. Oh I yeah. Like a complete I dope. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Balancing that, you know, it's not too bad finding and just confirming somebody to set mm-hmm. it up. And then, I mean, I spend some time on slides, just moving dates around or whatever, but it's not too bad. I, it's hard to say it's a lot of work, but it, uh, I guess the thing that just popped into my head is like, you ever heard that thing that if you need to do something, find something else that's more important so you can procrastinate on it <laughs> by doing the thing that the other thing. Mm-hmm. So if you got your taxes to do and you need your, well, that should driveway needs to be shoveled. I can't shovel the driveway. I have to do my taxes or something like that. <laughs> um, I tend to try to do that a lot. I hope that answered it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you're very, and you're like this at the meetings where you're, you're self-deprecating. You're like, I'm doing a terrible job, guys. Yeah. Enjoy the evening. <laughs> and, I, 
And of course, we're all like, no, it's great. And we, you know, because we don't, we don't want this slick TED talk, right? No. It's, yeah. it's, it all feels, right. yeah. you know, it can be up to 85 people, you know, but it still feels very small and tight knit. And I think that informality is a big part of good, it. Good, good. Yeah, I like that a lot about it too. I want the audience to be able to poke fun at me and know that <laughs> they can interrupt me at any time and mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm and we, we do interrupt straight. you at any time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Well, yeah. I, I think it can make it better too. So, well, speaking for myself, like first couple of meetings you go to, um, you don't know anybody, mm. and so that 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 informality like makes it feel like, oh, I'm not alone in being a weirdo around here. I guess you know. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Like the, the most awkward part of those meetings to me is just the beginning part where we're all just kind of settling in, Wait, it. waiting for the waiting for the actual meeting to start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. so maybe get started a little quicker to <laughs> maybe I don't know <laughs> which which part the actual presenting part or the where you stand around and eat pizza part. I mean the pizza's nice. Oh yeah, pizza's good. But it, yeah, it's just the sitting when you're yeah when we're sitting and you're eating and we're trying to I guess start conversations awkwardly. So yeah, like I'm a very introverted person. Mm. I have no problem talking in public and putting myself out there because mm-hmm. that I'm fine with. I can I can do that, but I can't like walk up to a people and just end their conversation and say the right thing hmm. or at least i feel like it so I, I i totally agree like that was always the awkward part for me too is i had to get my pizza and then kind of worm into something somewhere and then <laughs> yeah. wait until the meeting started yeah. i'm not good at that i feel like i'm talking a lot you're supposed um, to yeah I am. <laughs> so the one of the reasons why i was sort of interested in doing the igda thing was to help with that hmm. so i had always helped a little bit in the background with stuff and when Zach asked me, I was like, at first I was like, uh, I'll let you know. I have to think about it. And I was a definite no. But then I thought about it. And I'm like, you know, this could really help me as a person develop and make communication with people in the community better and maybe help them communicate with each other, too. Cool. Is that like a way to motivate you into doing other act- activities, too? Is it just like it might help you become a better person? It's that balance of like who you want to be or think you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then which you're going to. I'm, of course, you know what I mean, but you're going to change that throughout your life, of course, and all sorts of, of things with whatever it might be. But like, that's one of those things I always thought was, I was a little weak at because I don't reach out a lot. I sit and I wait for people to come to me, mm-hmm. which is why being able to speak in front of a whole bunch of people is totally fine. But like trying to socialize with them beforehand, I'm not so good at. Um, so that was a good position for me. But I thought like having to run the meetings would help with that. And it has because I've been forced to call people and talk to people more which has been a good thing. I mean, I don't have a trouble talking. I have a trouble stopping sometimes. <laughs> um, so you, you also develop games too, right? It's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of prototypes, so I'll have an idea and then I'll try it out. Oh, okay. And um, so I did some stuff in VR. You were, you were uh, throwing balls into baskets. And then I, once I've proved that it worked, I didn't ever touch it again. <laughs> but um, back in the years past, I had a, I worked at art, at art, actually. I was doing art for local developers. Oh, I didn't know I that. I didn't know you did art. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I did 3D models and I did some um, renderings for back. I did a couple pinball games where I did all the renderings and the multiple layers of stuff. And mm-hmm. Some board games. So the, were those for in, other indie developers or for companies? or Other indie developers. Um, that were local. Well, one, how I got started in that was just I met somebody on the internet somehow and made, he made a horrible game, but the models were in it. So that's kind of neat. He didn't pay very well, but I didn't care. I think I met him on um, guru.com. 
which I think is still around. But. So aside from aside from those games, do uh, you find that it's helpful to communicate with other people? And does that help you with other activities too? I guess I think that yeah, you can get a lot of energy from other people. Yeah, especially if you're showing your stuff. But even if you just go to see them make stuff, you can feel in some cases, better about what you've done or worse about what you've done. I'm glad you understood what I was asking. <laughs> yeah. I was stumbling over my So words. I think that, yeah, having a community like this can really make it so that you don't give up. You just keep being inspired yeah. and keep wanting to do more to interact with. And you see, actually doing the meetings, you can see that a lot with people because they're like, the, the after a meeting especially, that's when you can get some people to like, oh, it's, it was so great. I, and then you're like, oh, what do you have to work on? Oh, well, this. Oh, that would make a great talk. And then you, they get like, oh, yeah, I support <laughs> enough to make a talk. Um, yeah, I think it's very helpful to have that, that um, source, that, that meeting every month to, for people to just you know, be motivated. I know whenever I go, I'm always very excited afterwards to get work, work done. Um, of course, it's like 11 o'clock by the time. So I, yeah. I'm tired too <laughs> at that point. I'm usually one of the last ones. It is, that's really, it's amazing, actually, if you think about it, because people dedicate their evening from six o'clock until some of us till one in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's a good chunk of time to like actually do it. And it, for me, it's just gone. It's not like it's, I'm an introvert, so it's a lot of work. I'm exhausted, but um, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Mm-hmm. And it's, people keep coming back. So. <laughs> Must be doing something, right? Well, I think we all are. I, I'm lucky in that there's a lot of great people that come to these meetings and, and unique too. We have um, one guy, he's just a writer. He doesn't do art or music or, or software. He's a writer. I hmm. think that's amazing that he keeps coming. That's cool. Yeah. And that's the, 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 the biggest thing, in my opinion, is that game developers often thought of as just coders and it's not at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's board game designers, game designers, artists, musicians, writers. Even marketing people and stuff can be part of the game developer developer uh, tagline or name pad or whatever. Yeah, I like seeing people who come and you can kind of tell that they're just there because they're interested in the topic and maybe on the verge of trying a thing or two. And it's it's so nice to see people come there for the first time and realize that like, oh yeah, I all I have to do is hang around and I'm part of the community and it's cool. Yeah. Yep. What do you look for um, for presenters? Because, you know, when we have guests, we just, you know, ask you questions and let it happen. But, you know, you get, people got to prepare slides. They, you know, it's a, it's a little bit more to it. You know, what, what do you ask of people? Um, not a lot. As long as it's in the game-related genre. You know, I don't want somebody showing up to talk about f- their farm life or something. <laughs> unless it's a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Usually it's, there's somebody did something interesting. If, if they've made something it's usually a pretty easy thing to say, come and talk about, you know, your project sure. or something. And those usually aren't what really draws people, but it can be interesting, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's harder to get people to come and talk about and say, here's five great rules for doing something or this or mm-hmm. that, because a lot of people don't feel that they're experts on something. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out a way to crack that nugget to get people to come and just, here's some tips on something, you know, not a product or a game I've made, but. Some of them, like, um, I don't know how long you've been coming, but I've chased down some uh, more unique ones than our past. So we had a, a, a speedrunner come and give a live demo, which mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. Um, we had a disabled person who um, came and talked about his building games for, with disabled people in mind. Um, we had a 14, or he might have been 13 year old at the time, come and present his game and game club that he had at school. That was really cool. Hmm. So 
That was one of the first ones I went to. It's a really cool game. The kid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was at the last meeting. Oh my gosh, I was so excited when I, because I, I saw his dad and I'm like trying to re- recognize people. Um, I'm like, I know, I know him. Who is he? And he's important for some reason. And then I <laughs> saw the kid and I was like, I'm sure you noticed. I got like, ah, yeah. he's one of the good presentations. <laughs> I know you talked a little bit about one of the previous meetings about balancing the short versus long presentations. Um, okay, so the meeting format is completely open. If people have other things, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we have that just because that's usually easy to fit because somebody can talk for an hour and somebody wants to just talk about their thing for 15 minutes. It, it offers both opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've modified that format before to be, you know, like one whole meeting or like the next meeting is going to be, since Global Game Jam is happening this weekend, um, the next meeting will be anybody that wants to come and like do a postmortem about their game. So it'll be, there won't be a main presenter or a, smaller, you know, what's the opening act. <laughs> um, it'll just be all these groups having their five minutes or 10 minutes to, to talk about their game and show it off a little bit. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I, like you said, a typical meeting ends up being a opening act of 15 to 30 minutes and a presentation of an hour, and, but it doesn't have to be. Right. It's easier for people to think about a way that they can fit what they might have interesting to talk to into one of those things mm-hmm. is why is why I think that works. I didn't design that, but I think it works because of that. So it's like a structure for people to work with. Them. So if, if you've got this idea and you want to talk to somebody about this thing you've done or made, um, you can think, well, would it be, I don't want to talk for an hour, but I could do 15 minutes or, Oh, I, there's no way I could do it in 15 minutes. I could do it in this hour or whatever. So. And at the last meeting, uh, Martha and Steven talked about this, this show. <laughs> what, yep. Did you guys fill 15 minutes or what did you do? Oh, no, we, we were, we were um, one at the plug my thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Because that happens at the very beginning is people yep. just come yep. up and talk for a minute or two about something. Yeah, that's why oh. I should have mentioned that too. Yeah, we call it a plug my thing because it's instead of having like a long winded discussion about something, you get three minutes to just talk about the thing you want to just tell everybody about. And that's been really good because that's lets people announce their game release without any weird pressure or mm-hmm. like. You don't have to pull the audience for questions. You know, anybody want to say something? Because that can be awkward for people. But as soon as they're signed up, they've got, they've got their spot. And it, yeah, we, have, we, we offer five a meeting. And at first it was, they were always taken. And now we get one or two. And one time it was uh, three people from Glitch all signed, <laughs> signed up separately for the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. They, they don't have to sign up for them anymore. I told them they got a standing spot whenever they want to see something. <laughs> yeah, that informality extends to the, the, the early part of the meetings, which is you know, like even if people haven't signed up, you sometimes will just ask, anyone want to come up and say anything? Yeah, yeah. Or I'll pour, point out things that I know that are going on in the community or mm-hmm. I know people have done. So I, I try to keep up with things. I always feel like I'm missing and I don't want to feel... The worst thing about being like, in my opinion, one of the biggest mistakes I, I think I could make is making it seem like um, I'm playing favorites, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. it's not. It's like what I notice. And sometimes I feel bad that I might say something about somebody's thing, but somebody else might have had something very similar. <laughs> somebody else might have had something very similar, but I didn't cover it because I didn't know about sure, it. Sure, sure. So I try to be open enough that you just tell me and I'll mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been rambling the same thing for a couple of years now. It's really annoying. <laughs> well, you know, that is the, I imagine many of our listeners are also attendees to the meetings. So I'll tell you all now, like that's on you, like stand up and tell us about your projects. 
right? Yeah. It's not all Ryan's fault. <laughs> he gets missed. <laughs> I try. I try, you know, to help. Usually, I, I, when uh, you guys had signed up for the plug, I knew what it was. I sent out my generic email that said, you know, and I think the email even, like, I copy-pasted. I'm pretty sure if, if I don't know what it is already, because yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I can make some pretty good guesses. Um, yeah, that's one thing that I worry most about, actually, is plan favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I do that at all. It's that perception. Right. Well, I, I kind of know what you mean. Like, I mean, even around Glitch, we have, like, we have regulars who are in and out. And then we have a little wider community, a little wider community. And, like, it's it, for a community that is all together this small here in the Twin Cities, it can, you have to resist it from being clicky, I guess. Yeah. Yes. So I totally yeah. get that, that, that sort of back of your head kind of that, that nervousness that like, you want to make sure that you're not doing that because it can be very comfortable just to talk to the same people over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I fall into that at the, at the bar afterwards. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm like, all right, next time I'm going to actually walk around and make sure I say something to everybody. <laughs> Every time I'm there, I'm looking around, I'm like, ah, oh, they're all having good conversations. So I'll just stay here. <laughs> Well, and then I worry, like, if I get up, are the people near me going to think I didn't want to talk to them? Well, call to action at the next time, next meeting afterwards, everyone, one by one, let's all go and swamp Ryan just (laughs) so that he doesn't have to get up and walk around. Yes. (laughs) Make it a little easier on you. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. No, I will talk to anybody. I love it. Actually, one of my favorite things at at the after the meetings at the bar once was I ended up at at, you were one of the people, actually, Mark. Um. We are at the table. You had your game way back, Mini Metro, or not Mini Metro. Why do I think that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, Metro Nexus. Metro Nexus. Yep. There we go. And it was a super early prototype. And we were at a table with a couple other people. Did, did we end up playing a card game? Of yes, that, this, brought, that was my very first IDG. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I sat with you and another guy who brought cards and he invented this game for math for kids and we yeah. played it at the table oh. and there was a couple other and you're the only one that I know for sure came back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was, oh, I was so happy after that, that, that meeting and that, that evening at the bar. Yeah, was that so, was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was a really, it was a proper playtest session of that card game. It was, you know, a couple of years ago yeah. and I looked for that guy and I'm not the best. The first time I see you, I think I might notice you the next time I recognize. I'm not the best at that. I know I'll forget your name. That's guaranteed. <laughs> but I don't think I saw him again. Or at least the, the guy with the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the other guys. If that's again. you, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he just perfected it and then went on and doesn't need us anymore. <laughs> he was, yeah. But anyway, that was, I, that was really great. And that was a little bit outside of my normal comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was good. I wish I could do that more often. But that's the other thing is like, um, it can be that same awkwardness of like trying to find a seat at the oh, end of the meeting, yeah. Yeah. really correlate to the, going to the bar as grab, well. Grab the bean bags as soon as you can. <laughs> for the meetings, yes. Yeah. Not at the bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, usually nope. I'm one of the last ones to the, to the bar because I have to make sure everybody's out mm. of the, the nerdery or help make sure everybody's out of the nerdery. Mm-hmm. So I'll take a chair wherever I can, yeah. which takes a lot of the stress off in a way, but also <laughs> because like I run the meetings so people know who I am and I can usually sit down everybody next to everybody and it's not that bad. <laughs> so this whole thing is just a way for you to overcome your introverted nature. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I do think a lot about like a, I plan a lot in my head about like how things will go mm-hmm. and try to, I guess like chess, think about uh, the multiple ways it could go. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I understand that totally. <laughs> and then I'm totally throwing a curveball, so I'll, you know, I'll wait all the time, but that's fine. At least I thought through a couple scenarios. 
And, and just, uh, I, I like telling this to people because usually they'll understand. I'm an engineer. I have a degree in engineering, mm. mechanical engineering, mm. uh, but I don't do that. But if you know any engineers, you can usually go, oh, okay, I get your head. I've met them before, <laughs> and they're usually weird in that way I can understand. Engineers are great people, but <laughs> they tend to be very similar in certain ways. Mm. When we booked you on the show, I was looking you up, and uh, apparently a couple of years ago, you did a podcast for the, the local chapter, mm -hmm. and we were chatting a little bit about it for the show, but um, it'd be nice if you can give us some advice on what to do, and then our listeners can hold us accountable. <laughs> oh, I, I think um, I, when I wanted to do the podcast, I just wanted to chat with friends. The podcast, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and the mm. ones that are really produced well, you know, with stories and stuff are great. But there were other ones that I really enjoyed, and it more, more of wasn't particular topics or something. It was more like groups of friends chatting. Mm -hmm. And I was really intrigued by that because you, you're this guy that's like on the window outside listening to their conversation. <laughs> and no matter what you do, they'll just never notice or react to you, but you feel like they're your friends. I was really, I liked some of those podcasts. So that's kind of what I wanted to make. Mm -hmm. And it was um, more like just people sitting around talking about something that is in your area of interest. Mm -hmm. most, I think we picked a couple topics. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I think you're doing a much, much better job than I ever did. Um, well, we do scramble for topics almost each time. Yeah. And we feel pretty bad about that. <laughs> but it ends up working out really well. It does. I'd like to think. <laughs> I hope other listeners do too. Yeah. <laughs> is there a place where you can still listen to those old? I I yeah, they're still hosted. So they should be iTunes or you can go to the... Uh, the igdatc.org website and there's a, a podcast tab there that i think will link to all the uh old posts with them in it so well, we'll put that link in the show notes so when people are waiting for new episodes of ours they can dig back and and listen to those yeah i wonder i should listen to them again it was really fun it was like chatting with your friends for a couple hours that evening and mm -hmm. then um uh tori who d was doing the audio would take a couple of days to edit it and stuff because we all had our day jobs and things so mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of how it's going with us right? <laughs> so i guess the, the one suggestion i would have is to stay away from any like heavy topics those were difficult for me though because like mm -hmm. the the um maybe i just heavy topics ones that are like very socially um, <laughs> dividing mm -hmm. because oh, they're, they're okay. difficult to talk about when you're all like against it <laughs> like, yeah i don't like it i don't like it either i don't like it either mm -hmm. it it, it it's sort of a downer. Yeah. Stay yeah. positive. I like the positive stuff way more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we made a decision early on that like, you know, gaming and game development, it can be an avenue for serious discussion, but it can also be an escape from serious discussion. Yeah. And so we're nice games club. We want to be true to our namesake. And so um, it's not a hard ideology, but I think we kind of agree. We want, we want it to be maybe serious is okay, but light is important. Yeah. Um, people are going to know more about you and the work you do and about the, the IDGA chapter. Uh, where can they find you online? Uh, Google is a good place to start. <laughs> um, IGDATC.org. Mm -hmm. um, I hate that acronym. I really do. <laughs> but but um, it's, we've been that for 10 years-ish. So... Uh, that's a good place to go. Like I said, search the internet. I mean, it's when I first started going, you'd type in, you know, like Minnesota game development or something, and it'd be pretty empty. Mm -hmm. Now you do it, and there's a lot of things that pop up. And um, 
Yeah, it's not too hard to find something local anymore. Cool. All right. we'll, we'll put links in the show notes as well. So. If you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the link to Google. Yeah. <laughs> Just Let me Google that for you. Yeah, I, I, one of my favorite gags at the beginning of the meeting, and I do it every time, and I feel like it's an old joke, but I always ask, you know, um, you know, how many people it's your first meeting? And that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And somebody always wants me to ask, and I'll do it because, you know, how did you hear about us? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's usually hard to say the internet right (laughs) but the two answers you get are i I searched and found it or somebody told me i should come Mm -hmm. and i've never nobody else is willing to say anything else i guess (laughs) (laughs) all right well that is our show so if you haven't already please subscribe to nice games club and your favorite podcast app be sure to give it a good review if you liked it or are nice like us we uh really need the help guys spread the word um, we also want to hear directly from you, so uh, follow us on Twitter and all the other things at Nice Games Club. Let us know how we're doing. Send us your topics and ask us your questions. Lastly, you can find out more about the show, your nice hosts, your nice guests, as well as all the links and notes from this episode at NiceGames.club. So until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice. Nice.